Hi, I'm Nick. And I'm Mel. I grew up playing outside. And I grew up doing something meaningful, watching movies and TV. I never had cable, and we finally bought a VCR about the same time DVD players hit the market. Throughout our marriage, Mel has sadly missed many of my pop culture references and movie quotes. So it's time to catch up on all the films I missed. Welcome back. Welcome back. (laughs) It has been a while. It was our winter break. I felt like I went and hid in a cave, which is probably appropriate after we watched Cliffhanger and we disappeared into a crevasse and now we are freshly out into the world again. Woohoo. Woohoo. How are you doing? Great. Yeah? Yeah. Are you It's re- nice to be back. It is nice. Are you ready to watch a movie? I am. What are we watching? Do you know what we're watching? I don't know what we're watching. No? Okay. No. We are watching a film that is very time oriented. Huh. Do you need another clue? We already watched the you... one uh-huh. with Julia Roberts and Julie Roberts. Kevin Bacon, and they went back and. Oh, that wasn't back in time. That was Flatliners. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That wasn't time travel. Um, no, I, I need no? another okay. clue. All right. Um, this is starring one of your the favorite actors you've discovered from this whole quest on the podcast. Um oh, Eddie Murphy? Eddie Murphy. Yep. I got one right. You did. Yay. I'm so proud of you right now. You have no idea. <laughs> what time movie uh, is what, Eddie Murphy in? Well, it All right. I'm just going to give you the title cuz I I'll be shocked if you've heard of this film. Okay. It's called 48 Hours. Nope, haven't heard of it. Yeah, I figured. Do you Is know- that like 24? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's loud beeping every once in a while. It just shows the time ticking down. Uh, I'm not going to give you, I've given you way more hints than I normally do. So that's Damn. about all I can give you. Okay. Tell me what you think it's about though. <laughs> what do you think it's about? Uh, what was the first thing you said about it? Like. It's it time was a, based. It's time based. Yeah. It's, I mean, the weird. name is 48 hours. So. Okay. Okay. So I don't think it's time travel like I was thinking. I think it's mm-hmm. like everything takes place in the span of 48 hours. Okay. Maybe that's a deadline. Okay. He has 48 hours to accomplish something. Yeah. I don't know. What I do can't you- wait to see his winning smile. That's my guess. What do you think, like, the the general plot line of the film is going to be. I just said that I think. Oh, de- you said a deadline, but that has nothing like, what do you think his profession is? Do you think he's going to be in outer space? Do you think he's going to be under the ocean? Do you, what do you think? <laughs> under the ocean? Under um, the ocean. Okay. I think he's going to be, um, uh, no, he already did that. I was going to say an advertising. Advertising? Okay. Like an advertising agent. Mm-hmm. No. Um I don't know. Maybe he's a restaurant owner. A restaurant owner. Yes. Okay. Okay. Hey, I can tell I'm I like I'm really on no, you, no, on I, the right path here you're on, on that you response. Are. That's, no, this, this this is creative outside of the box thinking. I like it. Okay. <laughs> I I, that's okay. So he's got a deadline to come up with a perfect menu, maybe. There like, we go. For there we go. A, a restaurant review. Oh no. So he has to um yes, this is it. Okay. <laughs> he has to like prepare a meal and like serve at the White House. 
Okay. And like it's late. It's like last minute notice. So okay. he only has 48 hours <laughs> to do it. This is why I don't write movies. <laughs> <laughs> I totally thought you were going to go with the Ratatouille like <laughs> plotline for a second there. Um, okay, so what are you excited about in this film and what are you dreading? Well, I'm excited to see Eddie Murphy sure. and who else might be like yeah. with him. Yeah, yeah. Whatever cast members would yeah. be in there. Um, I'm wondering like when it's from. Is this mm. 80s, 90s? Good question. Um, I'm guessing more 90s. I don't know. <clears throat> I can't give you any more clues. I know. I have spoken. I know. Um, I'm also excited. No, I'm dreading that it will be the plot that I just outlined. And I, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> I actually kind of want to see that movie. Now. I, I do. I think he'd be great in it. Yeah. yeah. Um, the the meal for the president one. Sure. But not the advertising agent. Got one it. Or whatever. Got it. Got it. I'm dreading. I'm not dreading anything else. That's good. Yeah. That's good. I have no worries. All right. Well, <clears throat> give me a tagline and explain your movie poster and we can go <laughs> check this out. In 48 hours, the table must be set. <laughs> okay. Okay. And it shows like, like the, like an elegant, you know, in the White House table uh-huh, with uh-huh. like the place settings all like white ready to go yeah it's yeah. just like crystal yeah. wear okay. exactly all right do you see like the president <laughs> in it like just like the no. nondescript okay no it's like one of those shots where it's like kind of shadowed mm-hmm. along the edges okay okay wow well let's uh <laughs> bon appetit let's go check it out <laughs> let's do it we ain't partners. We ain't brothers and we ain't friends. I'm putting you down and keeping you down until Gans is locked up or dead. And if Gans gets away, you're going to be sorry you ever met me. I'm already sorry. Nick Nolte is a cop. Eddie Murphy is a con. I can help you get Gans, but you got to get me out of here first. You're crazy. He pulls some strings. See, you need me a little more than you thought, huh, Mr. K? He pulls some scams. So where do you want to do it, honey? Want to hop up on the counter? Nah, we can go in this room over here next to the bathroom. Give me a break. <laughs> that's serious. Come on, we're on the move. Let's go. They've got two killers to track down. Toss me that piece, and he won't waste him. They've got a kidnapping going down. I want the money. I don't know what you're talking about. Let that Indian to snap her neck. They've got a fortune to hunt down. I want to know what's going on between you and Gans. Half a million dollars. And it's all coming down in 48 hours. But I gave you 48 hours to come up with something and the clock's running. This guy got a real itchy trigger finger and he's a nervous cop. You better listen to him because your brain's blown out. I'm the calm type. <laughs> Looking for a good old boy by the name of Billy Bear. Never heard of him. Heard of him now, man? You know, you are real stupid for a cop, man. You're following this guy too close. Yeah, well, most cops are pretty stupid, but since you landed in jail, what the hell does that make you? Luther, I'm sorry about the door, man. Did that hurt? It looked real painful. You come clean and we're going again right here, right now. Are you in some hurry or something? Yes, I'm in a hurry. I haven't done anything for three years. Oh, you used to be a priest or something. Save my knife. If you screw up, I can promise you. You're going down. They couldn't like each other less. 
they couldn't need each other more. You want to bet? And if they can get off each other's case. Look at you, you got a $500 suit on, you're still a lowlife. Yeah, but I look good. They just might solve this one. Being a cop is a hard job, Jack. Nick Nolte, Eddie Murphy. We ain't brothers, we ain't partners, and we ain't friends. Now, if Dan gets away with my money, you're going to be sorry you ever met me. I'm already sorry. 48 hours. Y'all be cool. There it is. I can never resist the urge to laugh like that. It is a deep-seated... It's just in my psyche. It always comes out. <laughs> I'm sure he can't resist it either, Mr. Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> he probably can't. That's probably one of his most uh, challenging actoral roles, like challenges, is not laughing like Eddie Murphy in a movie. I don't know if he's, if he's ever taken that on, honestly. But why would you want to? <laughs> uh, that's fair. That's fair. Um, what did you think? Well, it was nothing like what I thought. I know. My blind guessing uh, again, I love, I love, so off target. I love your blind guessing. I still want to see the movie about like having to make a meal for the president. Yes, I do too. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Presidential treat, or I don't know. We'll have to we'll have to flesh that out later. But this was this was a really good movie. I really really enjoyed it. Yeah, me too. I was surprised. It. <clears throat> um, I was surprised. I, I I think I said this when we were watching it. I think this was the first time I've seen it like non television edit mm. through the entire film. Because this is probably a TBS movie I saw. Like, it was just running in the background. They edited out a lot of the violence and language and such. Mm -hmm. So this was my first time seeing it in that context, too. And it's a pretty, like, gritty film, too. Yeah. And it's really interesting because, like, Eddie Murphy was coming out of SNL. And, like, this was his first This was his first movie, yeah. Yeah job yeah and it was this it wasn't like comedy at all Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. it's really cool that he did something so unexpected and like yeah went into this movie which is really serious do you know why i chose this movie no why well it is february 1st which is the start of black history month oh and i thought who's our favorite Mm -hmm. african-american actor on the podcast eddie murphy so i was like well i'm going to show you his first film Awesome. Yeah. That's actually really fitting because I was reading that this movie used a lot of black actors. Mm-hmm. There's a band, mm-hmm. um, like, which was unprecedented for the day. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of seen as like um, a, a goalpost or something. Yeah, they originally <laughs> it was like uh, the name they were using was way more stereotypical too. And Eddie Murphy was like, can we change the last name to be something? And he had like a friend he knew from somewhere named Hammond. So they changed it to Reggie Hammond. That was oh. the compromise in the name there. Yeah. I, I, this was a really good movie. Yeah. Nick Nolte. <laughs> Nick? Uh, I don't know if you noticed, <clears throat> but I did give you a hint about the movie and who was in it. What was the hint? When we talked before it. I said, I'm not going to give you any more hints. I have spoken. You still don't get the hint. That's You've told me before that that little man yes. in, Mando in the is Nick Nolte. Correct. And I, I'm not really, my, it's bending my brain. He does what the do voice. You, he does the voice. He does the voice. Okay. Because he has such a unique voice. He does. I love his voice. So Nick Nolte, he kind of reminds me of a grumpy beach boy. A grumpy beach boy? <laughs> yes. Is it because of the feathered hair? Or yes. What? Okay. Yes. And he's like tall. Like yeah. we, were, I, we were talking about yeah. in the movie because you were like, why do people 
why was he we were trying to analyze why was he like a handsome yeah yeah, right Mm -hmm. and i was like well look he has like the longest legs yeah and he has like the long beach boy hair so Mm -hmm. but he's like a total curmudgeon in this movie which i love i love a good curmudgeon character yeah so he to me he's a grumpy beach boy grumpy beach boy i love it (laughs) (laughs) i would like to see a movie where he and Clint Eastwood like fight each other because they're both lanky like that. They're yeah. skinny, long, and lanky. <laughs> and in the seventies, when they both had their outfits and the hair going on, that would have been amazing. Yeah, bootcut pants. Mm-hmm, definitely, mm-hmm. he was definitely wearing like yeah. flares in this movie. Yeah, I like watching like people with that body frame run in movies just because they're so tall. It's like they're on stilts almost. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's a good pairing with Eddie Murphy too, who's much shorter. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nick Nolte was. I, I this is probably the first time I saw him in anything like I could I no I could probably name more than five Nick Nolte movies but anyway this was the one I always think of this one when I think of him mm, interesting this movie too like um I mentioned the grittiness of it too right mm-hmm. like the um the hotel scene yeah where they like you know the cops go up to the room and find the the killers they um that was like a really violent edgy film for like paramount and like for the director they're like you're never gonna work again this is too much i mean for context michael eisner you know who went on to disney ceo Mm -hmm. he was the one who was the head of paramount at the time and it was just kind of crazy how how violent that was especially paired with eddie murphy you know and he's supposed to be this light funny comedic actor yeah so there was a lot of like back and forth and like Eddie didn't know it during the movie, but apparently like he was on the edge of like, we need to replace him because he wasn't being funny enough. He was like, just so serious, you know? Yeah. Which is crazy when you look at it in hindsight, it's like a good, um, violent movies need like palate cleansers and Mm -hmm. he's a really good palate cleanser in this movie. Yeah. So the scene in the hotel that you're talking about is kind of earlier in the movie. Yeah, yeah. It's Mm -hmm. before you meet Eddie Murphy. Mm -hmm. Like he's not there yet. Mm -hmm. So that makes sense that that's kind of like one of the stronger Mm -hmm. like scenes, except for like the, I don't know, the hostage keeping on the bus. That's also pretty intense. What did you, uh, we haven't talked about the premise of this movie yet. We're so excited about it. Why don't you (laughs) give us a quick summary? Okay. Nick Nolte is a cop. And there's um, a, a murderer who escaped from jail. Yeah. Um, and him and his friend who helped him escape. Um, Billy. Billy. Mm-hmm. Thank you. You're so good with names. Well, he has the same name in both of the movies I know him in. So <laughs> it makes it really easy. He's also in Predators, Billy. So he has no leads on these guys. He needs to catch them. And the only thing he can think of is like this guy who's in jail Mm-hmm. Um, who might have a connection to someone who has a connection. So it's kind of tenuous. Of, yeah, they were part of a crew. Like they were okay. in a crew together. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um. So he gets permission to just take this guy out of jail for 48 hours <laughs> and be responsible for him and like get him to help him, whatever. And like, of course, he goes up to Eddie Murphy in jail, which yeah. is a gr- it's a great scene. You haven't seen him yet, yeah. but you hear someone singing Roxanne. Right! <laughs> yeah and when you get up to the jail cell he's like in an armchair in the jail cell with like yes sunglasses on and headphones like totally chill which he could I, have been like in his car <laughs> another layer of that too is like a walkman was like the height of technology when <laughs> forget that when the when this movie was made this is 82 so like the fact that he had a lounge chair like uh, literally like a lazy boy and a mm-hmm. walkman is just crazy like <laughs> yeah 
So, of course, he's like, hey, tell me what I need to know. And then Eddie Murphy's like, no, you're going to need me mm-hmm. to be there. So mm-hmm. he has to break him out, which yeah. is great. And they just clash from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick Nolte is like, he just calls him prisoner. <laughs> yeah, convict. Convict, yeah. thank yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And um, it's it's great. Like, they're like total clashing is what makes this movie. Um, so they work together reluctantly with a lot of insults and yelling at each other. Um, Eddie Murphy's always trying to get a gun. <laughs> it's true. He tries to like palm it in different scenes. And yeah, yeah. Nick Nolte's always like handcuffing him to things like the steering wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they follow this this trail. And um, so it's like a it's a crime movie. It's like a solving the crime, which I love. And yeah. they eventually do solve the crime. The um, what do you think of the bad guys in this movie? Because there's James Ramar and he was the. Albert Gans, the guy who was in the chain gang, and then he gets broken out. The first thing you noticed, I think, was was it the earring you noticed? Yeah, he had yeah, an earring. They he, kept focusing yes, on him his earring, and yeah. his earring while he's like working on the side such, of the road. Like such a bad boy. What were they even doing? They had pickaxes and they were like like yeah. hitting the ground, the rocks between the railroad ties. Yes, yes. I, I have you ever seen anyone replace asphalt on the road before? They have a shovel and they just kind of like move it around a lot. I th- that's the only correlation <laughs> I can find. They're like, we move it around to make it smoother. But who knows? Maybe they were looking for treasure and there's a whole new subplot of another movie there that they were going to like universe build later. But I, I doubt it. I wonder if they're removing the railroad ties. Like, well, maybe. Got to take this out. And then like new transport, a, a new highway is coming in. And that's another whole I movie. mean, it could also have been another means of punishment for the criminals because they're literally mm-hmm. doing manual labor that makes no sense at all. So it's like a level of like punishment for them. I think we've given that enough time. I agree. So moving on, the moving way on. they the way they break out is really awesome. Yeah. Because this friend, Billy, he comes over the hill mm-hmm. in this truck and he's like, I need water. My truck is overheating, yeah, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And then he starts fighting with his friend. Mm-hmm. It's the classic fight diversion. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. all of a sudden, before you know what's happening, they're shooting the cops and they're running away. Yeah. Hop into the truck. And these guys are like cold-blooded. They kill a lot. They kill a lot of people. Cold-blooded it's, is- It's really surprising, yeah. actually. Yeah. Like, you don't- I don't know. It was- well, when you think, if you think about the marketing, like you heard the trailer, it's got this happy song in it and there's the odd couple and you're like, ooh, it's a buddy, buddy movie, buddy cop movie. But these guys are like serious murderers, like, yeah. and they're like showing them like doing all this stuff. So it's pretty crazy. Like James Ramar though, like when he was getting ready for like his scenes, mm-hmm. he would deprive himself of sleep. So he just looked more <laughs> kind of strung out and like to get more into character because that guy's like totally crazy yeah it worked yeah he looked very crazy especially his his outfit he picked was pretty crocheted tank top crocheted tank top yes (laughs) something like that oh that was such a very specific look i don't know if that was a thing in san francisco in the 1980s i don't know but that was a very specific look it was it was an interesting choice you know in the it was filmed in san francisco and you could feel it Mm -hmm. like you could see it like you were there the architecture the streets yeah like i love it when that comes together totally what was your uh, favorite part of the movie or parts um <laughs> there's a part that made me laugh um one so they're about to go into this bar mm-hmm. um nick nolte and eddie murphy and yeah. eddie murphy's like let me take lead on this i'll show you what i can do let me just like yeah. i'll get the information we want because they're looking for this guy's girlfriend mm-hmm. <clears throat> so he's like let me show you what I can do. This is my kind of place. You don't know what the place is. You're just looking at the outside. Yeah, yeah. And it just looks like a bar. 
So Nick Nolte's like, fine, sure. Show me what you can do. And they make a little bet on it. And then they walk in and the bar is like this total redneck bar with like rebel flags hanging over everything (laughs) and a lot of cowboy hats and uh very intense (laughs) it's very intense there is there is not another african-american to be seen eddie murphy definitely stands out yeah Yeah. it's hilarious it's it's hilarious and intense at the same time um and then he just like kind of like rolls with it Mm -hmm. and like steals Mm -hmm. the show and it's amazing and he gets the information and um, that was awesome. It was a really good scene. Yeah. It was fun. After that, they go to the girlfriend's apartment. Yes. And it's someone, Is didn't you say? This blew your mind. It was, yes. It was Bing Crosby's daughter. Granddaughter. Granddaughter. Tasha Yar from Star Trek so, Next Generation, I if I remember right. Okay, <clears> so <throat> funny story about her that I can really relate to. Yeah. Um, there's a scene where in that part where like she hits Eddie Murphy with a baseball bat. Uh-huh. And they did, they wanted to use a real bat. <clears throat> and she was a little nervous about this, but she also wanted to show Eddie Murphy that she wasn't going to hit him, yep. that she would stop, you know, she would like look like she was doing it and she would go for it, but then stop like about 12 inches from his face or whatever. Yeah. So when she's showing him like, hey, this is how I'm not going to hit you. She hit him in the face <laughs> with the baseball bat <laughs> as a clumsy person. Oh, I just find that charming you, and I, I I relate. You just got in there. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I I think it's funny that she practiced with other actors and didn't hurt them. <laughs> and she was like, see, I can do this. And then she ended up getting it. Do you so. know what I want to do this weekend? What do you want to do this weekend? I want to get a baseball bat. Oh, no. And like practice like looking like I'm going to hit you, but not hitting you. <sighs> sounds like the worst <laughs> idea ever. <clears throat> wow. Did you have a favorite scene? I like the scene where uh, they fight each other. Yeah. That's probably my favorite scene. Just because... It's like a weird expected, unexpected thing. Mm. You're like, seriously, you have a limited amount of time. I know you don't like each other, but you're really going to like get into a fist fight? Like for real? Um, and, and just the fact that they just increasingly have like a actual like blow to blow throw down fight. And then the cops have to come brick them up and the cops almost arrest them and shoot them and all this other stuff. It's just, it's just fun. <laughs> and then they get in the car and they're kind of nursing their wounds and like Nick yeah. Nolte takes a drink of his flask. And then he gives Eddie Murphy one more big punch to the jaw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then drives away. Nick Nolte's, uh, <clears throat> his character in this too, like, I think I read that he was an inspiration for Miami Vice. Like, oh. just how he kind of rolled. You can kind of see with his outfit and his car and everything, if you upgraded a bit for Miami. But um, he was just so, his opinion of all the other cops, he was very condescending. Mm-hmm. And, and he's like, there's one part where he's like, yeah, cops are actually pretty stupid. But what does that make you? You got caught or something, you know? <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. Yeah, that fight scene was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They ahead. they end up like begrudgingly respecting each other. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know? Yeah. They do. Um, what do you think about like... Who do you think would have been better in those roles? Because there are some other actors who were considered for them. Do you want me? I'm going to tell you who they were, and then I'll just let you respond, okay? Okay. <clears throat> One, they were. this was originally written for uh, Clint Eastwood and Richard Pryor. Can you imagine the movie if those two were in it? My first response is too old. Well, they were younger. Were they they the were time. younger then. Eddie Murphy was very young, so Richard Pryor would have been—I don't know—his thirties. Yeah, so instead of his twenties. I 20s. think the twenties worked. 
I don't know. Clint Eastwood, I'm not feeling it. No? No. Okay. Sorry, Mr. Eastwood. Clint Eastwood didn't want to be a cop because he'd been a cop in so many movies. Mm-hmm. So he went on to do uh, per- like Alcatraz, which he was, yeah, he's a prisoner in that one where he escapes from Alcatraz. Escape from Alcatraz. Oh, cool. Yeah. I think another um, consideration was Nick Nolte and Gregory Hines, if you know who Gregory Hines is. I vaguely know who Gregory okay. Hines is. That would have been a very- Don't ask di- me to draw a character I sketch. will not. I will not. You probably notice, will have like memories in your mind from commercials he did in the 80s where he was dancing. Yeah. I think he was on The Muppets too. Yeah. I think that's how I know him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. He's a triple threat. Sing, act, dance. He could do it all. Yeah. But it would have had a very different tone to the film. I know. I mean, this is the thing. Once you see a movie with the actors mm-hmm. and it rings like this, yeah. you can't picture anyone else doing it. I know. I know. Do you, um, if you had to like be in a movie and you were imprisoned for something, mm-hmm. what would your crew have done? Like what would have been the thing everybody was seeking? What would your crew have done? Jewelry heist. Jewelry heist? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Something like that. And what would your expertise have been on the crew as part of the crew? Oh, um, <laughs> I can't wait to hear the answer. <laughs> I'm probably research planning and logistics. <laughs> so you're the boss. I'm the boss. Yeah. Okay, you you just said you're Ocean. You're Danny Ocean from I Ocean's am. Eleven. Yep, that's exactly Whoa. right. <laughs> no, wow. Okay, wow. Okay. Um, I am not the graceful slip it off your wrist without you knowing it. Oh, that's fair. You're yeah, not. That's yeah, true. that's not me. That's true. But research, I got it. I would have been the distraction guy, probably. Oh, I could be a distraction. Yeah, you just fall or, yeah. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think if I were to have a heist, it probably would have been like hackers related, like the movie hackers. <laughs> that's what mine would have been like. There'd be like a USB with information that's worth something. Mm. That would have been my crew. Hack the planet. Hack the planet. So um, any other parts of the movie that you like resounded with you? Well, I love the contrast between like they go to different like bars mm-hmm. yeah. and the the last one they go to is like a bar like for like the black people. Yeah, they yeah, have yeah. a band mm-hmm. that was called the Bus Boys. They're a yeah. real band. And, um, I, yeah, that was, that was interesting. And it was, again, it just felt like so real to the city. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the contrast between the two bars is just, it's, I mean, it's probably a reflection of the country at the time. Just things were a lot more, uh, partitioned. They still are to a degree today, but they're, it's a whole lot less than it used to be. So yeah, it's really interesting how they kind of like capture that. That's the, what I call the time capsule effect too in movies where you get Mm. to experience what life was like, like in another time. I enjoy that about movies. I also like the whole, like the car stuff, like, um, like Eddie Murphy, his car, a couple cars. Yeah. Yeah. Eddie Murphy's car that he had in storage. It had the Mm -hmm. money in the trunk Mm -hmm. and, um, which was in the front because it was a Porsche. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That was a nice car. Yeah, I, I nice. would drive that around San Francisco I anytime. I bet you would. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you think about this in compared to Beverly Hills Cop? Kind of similar premises, just Eddie Murphy's character <clears throat> and whatnot. What, what do you think? This had a lot more violence. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, was, it was darker. Mm-hmm. Um, and his character was... It wasn't the same. How was it different? Um, kind I mean, of a know-it-all. It's cop instead of a criminal, for one. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what about you? What do you think? Well, the reason I asked is that 
the director felt like that Beverly Hills Cop was kind of ripping this off a bit. Oh. So I was curious what your thoughts were. I don't think it was necessarily a ripoff. It's more, it's like, it's like saying any movie, there's certain actors when they're in a movie, it has a similar feel because right. of that actor and the gravitas of like what they do. Right. Like a Jack Black movie. You know, a lot of his movies feel very similar tonally and he has a certain kind of character. Jim Carrey went through a phase like that, you know? I was going to so. say like Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, Because yeah. of his action acting, mm-hmm. like yeah. whatever action movie he's in, yeah. it has a similar feel sometimes. Totally. I look forward to bending your mind on that particular one in the future, but that's for another day. <laughs> um, yeah. So between the two movies, though, I feel like this was the um, your parents movie. And then Beverly Hills Cop, by comparison, is more for like teenagers or kids, even though Beverly Hills Cop is not a kid's movie at all. But like intensity wise, there's a big gap of, of intensity differences. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It was fun. This movie was very fun. Um, and I look forward to showing you future movies with these actors in them. Do they? Does he get out of jail and they do like a sequel? I can neither confirm nor deny Ooh. that. You may or may not know within 48 hours. <laughs> oh, awesome. what What if any messages do you think? Oh, I film? thought we were skipping that. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Never. Um, let's see. That's a good question. Thank you. <laughs> um, I, I think like, I don't know if it's a message necessarily, but what I enjoyed the most about this movie uh-huh. is like their, their grudging respect at the end, this hard won mm-hmm. respect okay. for each other that they had okay. that grew out of like, kind of seeing what the other could do. And, um, mm-hmm. like, there was a little bit of sacrifice. Like Nick had to trust mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy and Eddie Murphy had to kind of trust Nick a couple times. Mm-hmm. And like, mm-hmm. as they, as they did that and their trust built, like they, um, you know, at the end, like he did have to go to back, go back to jail, but Nick Nolte said, you'll get your money. Yeah. There was also something else that he wanted to do that he was able <laughs> to do. Well, a prisoner in jail. There's usually a few, I won't. one or two things on their mind. That's yes. all we, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that covers that. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I guess I don't know how to frame that in a message, but that was what I enjoyed about yeah. the movie. Like I, the trust building. I can actually frame that in a message because I had a phrase in my head. So we actually sync up on this one. Everybody needs somebody <laughs> sometimes. Oh, that's and, so nice. And there's a couple layers of that in this movie. Like they, Eddie Murphy, you know, he's in prison and he doesn't trust anybody, you know, and then he ends up needing Nick Nolte and vice versa. Nick Nolte very clearly thinks everybody else, all the other cops are idiots. Yeah. And he can do everything on his own. You know, yeah. everybody needs somebody sometime. Well, the other cops are also not nice to him. Like <laughs> his boss is like. <laughs> You're well, an idiot, blah, blah, blah. That guy actually, he played the uh the chief in like the 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 screaming, barking like police chief. Yeah. He did that in a couple movies. Uh <laughs> he's got it down. Yeah. And then <laughs> he even like graduated from doing it in like serious movies to like a, a national lampoon movie. Really? In the last action hero, he kind of edged into it being a spoof, you know, because hmm. Schwarzenegger was a cop and he went into the police office and he yells at him. But anyway, yeah. This also, everybody needs somebody too, also applies to the criminals in this too. Because the one guy couldn't have got out of prison without his buddy. That's true. You know? And then the other guy, he just kind of seemed like a crazy loose cannon. And if he didn't have his friend to balance him out, then he wouldn't have uh, 
met his untimely demise uh, as quickly as he did. Well, it covers all all the characters. All the characters. Everybody's like just buttoned up right there. Hey, high five. High five. <laughs> I can't believe we had the same message. I think that's the first time that's ever happened. Yeah, I mean, usually you copy me. Oh, <laughs> oh shots fired. Okay. Hey, we could just hash it out by practicing with the baseball bat. You want to do that? Okay, let's 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 go let's go do that. Let's right. go ahead. That's right. Sounds wrap. good. That's a wrap. <laughs>